You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's the music. We're back underway. Episode 114, Cool Button Hockey Podcast. We're into February. The break is over. Countdown to the deadline. And then the march to the playoffs. Craig, this is an exciting time of the year. As a former manager, is the brain always working at bedtime? Are there hundreds or dozens of trades on the brain? You can only make a few. We know there's some GMs, as we discussed last episode, who are on the clock. This must be the most stressful time of the year for the GMs. Stressful and exciting. I I think that because you're you're looking at your team and stressful in the sense of, okay, my team isn't playing very well. What can I do to improve it? Which, you know, that that gets you excited. If your team is playing well, you're trying to – the stress comes from, like, how do I make the team better? How do we get ourselves in a position to maximize our talents? So – and you're always thinking. You nailed it. You're always thinking. And you're always looking. You're going, okay, what does this mean? What can we do here? You know, conversations are ongoing. They're ongoing. They're all the time, right? And and you're going, okay, now that team sounds a little more serious. Should we go that way? Knowing you got something over here that might come to fruition. But, you know, trying to balance out in the – in, in the 22 days until the trade deadline, you know, we're recording this on February 9th, March 3rd is, or is only 22 days away. So you, you, there's lots to happen. And, and because the cap is so tight, the cap is so tight. Like I, I, I think we're going to see deals closer to the deadline. Will we see some deals ahead of it? Yeah. But, I, but, but I think now is, is all that stress, excitement, watching my team play well or not watching my team play well, and and then going from there. I think the hardest issues in Steve are the teams that are, are we good enough? Should I do something? Are we not good enough? Should I sell off? I I think though those are the teams that are that, that are really interesting, and and those are the ones where you, I, I think that like you're not going to win this year. You're not, but making the playoffs could be significant for your franchise. But what are you doing? You know, in in, in the interim. To, to position your team for ultimate success. That's not easy to do for a manager. I think about Steve Eisenman and the Detroit Red Wings. Well, it, 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 to me, it circles Minnesota with Matt Dumba, and it circles what the Preds are going to do. Preds are not a cup contender. 92-95 have not played well. Yoshi's played well, but not like last year. Saros is the best player. David Poyle has been in two positions for a long time. 
with without Stanley Cup success. So is it better off to try to move a contract to Matthias Ekholm and get younger? Is it is it is it better to buy and try or sell and and wait? If you're Minnesota and what is going to be dead cap space next year, it almost feels as if the way they position Dumba is for trade. So is Dumba for a younger Dumba? You know, how will they handle that situation? And those are two non-contenders. We already talked about Toronto and Edmonton last week and the New York Rangers, you know, Carolina, what these other teams are going to do. And I think that do these contenders need a third party to make it happen? Arizona can't take every contract and they've already taken some money back with previous trades. Like, does it take not two to tangle, but three? So if you are the Rangers, Rangers Chicago cannot just make a Patty Kane trade. Do they need somebody else? Are there enough other places like Breaking Bad to bury money in the desert? Like if if we crunch the numbers, can this still work, Craig? Or do people not realize when we get right down to March 3rd that, oh boy, even the contenders are going to be in a spot where if they don't send money back the other way, they're not going to make a trade. Like how tight are we in terms of tightness? Well, there's no question there's a tightness there. And, and and there's no question that there has to be third party, there, like in some cases. There, that, that, that's just the nature of it. You know, you think back to what the Vegas Gold Knights were trying to do last year when they when, when they were trying to trade Evgeny Dadanov. And then, you know, they, they, all they were trying to do was use a third party to dump salary, take it on. And you're right about, you know, but, but now that adds another part to this, right? And you don't think any team... So let's look at the top teams, all the top teams, right? They're all phone in Chicago and they're all phone in uh, Arizona to ask what the, the Montreal, like, you know, wh- wherever the space is, right? They're, they're all looking there to those places. Hey, can we, can, what, what would you do? And so if you're Bill Armstrong and, and you're uh, Kyle Davidson, you, you're in a position of, of, of real strength because you're right. They've very much declared what they're going to do now how can they maximize another part of their operation, cap space, to go and 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 further the the rebuild in the, in those respective markets? That's a beautiful place for Bill Armstrong and Kyle Davidson. And trust me, they have lots of suitors phoning them and going, "Oh, what will you do?" And and then Kyle, let's just use Kyle in Chicago. He's got Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze. So. Teams are saying, well, how much of the salary will you take? How much of the salary will you take, right? So, and then Kyle's got other t- teams phoning him going, well, what, 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 can, you, can we park money there? What, so Kyle's got all these balls in the air, right? And it is, it, there is juggling, but this is a fun exercise for uh, for Kyle Davidson. This is not an exercise where he's juggling fire, fl- flaming fire uh, torches, he, he, he's juggling balls that are going to make his team better in the years to come. So that's the fun part. I think the same thing for Bill Armstrong. But a third team has to come into it, Steve. But that's not easy to do. That's not easy to do. Yeah, and I wonder what Seattle is going to do, A, for a playoff push anyway in year two and where they're strongly sitting in the Pacific and the cap space that they have available. I doubt they would help a Western Conference team unless the price was really, really high. But they might broker a player to go through Seattle, take some money, leave us a sweetener or a draft pick or a player as somebody else ends up going east because cap space is gold right now. And 
We've talked about Cain and Taves for a long time. Do you believe, do you know mentally where these guys are at? Are they getting over the mental hurdle of putting on another sweater? Is there disappointment? Is there anger? Is is Taves only going to Chicago or from Chicago to Colorado? And Kane's got to pick from Dallas and New York. Like they they control everything. Do you see them saying sayonara? The decision's got to be made, but I think it starts with getting over. I'm not going to be a hawk for life. I don't know if they've made that decision, Craig. Do you? I, I don't know. I, I have no idea. And I, I listen. Not only have they been hawks for life, they've been great hawks. They're, you know, when you talk about the pantheon of, of great hawk Chicago Blackhawks players, Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taze are, are, are in it, right? So this is where they started. This is where they had massive success. So, you know, could there be anger? Yeah. Could there be, you know, fretting about going someplace else, wearing a different jersey? And so all those things, all those emotions, I think, come into play. Because not only were they great Chicago Blackhawks players, but they're players that, you know, revitalized the franchise. Like, they didn't just come in and play and, and were part of winning. They were instrumental in the revitalization of the Chicago Blackhawks brand. And so they're smart people. They can recognize where the team is at, but that doesn't mean that automatically they're just going to go somewhere else. And, you know, you, you start to look at it and, and you start to look where they position themselves. And I, I think that for both of them, and I mean, they, they have fantastic like representation. So there's not a problem there where, you know, understand what it means. But the bottom line is, I don't think there's any question that those players, if, if they move, are going someplace where they can go and make a material difference to a Stanley Cup run. They're not just going to play somewhere to help a team get in the playoffs. They're going someplace where they feel they have a significant chance to win a cup. That's how I see it. So then Rangers, Kane, Taves, Colorado is perfect. And both have the holes, both have the help. You would think from Chicago to say, we'll take half. Half of 10.5, three quarters of the season gone, becomes a more manageable number. Although when you look at all the teams in the league that are already at or above with help of long-term injury, you realize if anything's going to hurt the trade deadline, it's going to be up against 82.5 or in many teams' cases beyond. Like it almost makes you think, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to do something. What will these teams be able to do? And I guess if I have to take money back, right? What does that do for the trade? Like if I got to take money back, if you're Chicago, does it up the value, lower the value, not affect the value? Because these guys want to move these players. So how does taking money back only for one year, only for the rest of the term, affect the trade market, Craig? You exact a price. It's real simple. The more money you take back from the, if you're Chicago, the greater the return. You're helping a team get a player. Like so, I'm like yeah, it, it it works right in that in that. The higher the amount, the greater the value you get in return, and the, and you exact that price. Keep in mind, Kyle Davidson and Bill Armstrong. I'm just using those two. Buffalo Sabers have massive amounts of cap space, but they're not they're not they're not using their cap space to help teams. They might use it to help themselves. But 
this is exactly how it works. It works in, in, in conjunction. You know, it's interesting too, when I talk about, uh, uh, you know, the players, Patrick, do you know who could use Patrick Kane the most in the national hockey league? In my view right now, uh, I'm going to guess Calgary Dallas. flames, Calgary oh, okay. flames. Okay? okay. Because they're a team that's that, that has the, that has the markings, the makings of being a really good team, a really good team. Defensively, they're really they struggled offensively, and the, the Patrick Kane coming into Calgary, in my view, would be exactly what they need, exactly what they need. But if you're Patrick Kane, you're looking well, Calgary. They might miss the playoffs. <laughs> Why would I go there? Right? Like you know. So that's where you know. So the best fit, or one of the best fits, shall we say, might not be the place that Patrick Kane is looking at. He might go to a place like you said. He might go to Dallas. You know, New York Rangers. I I, I think would benefit from Patrick Kane in, in in a real significant way. But you know, the, there's also you know teams that could really benefit from Patrick Kane that that I don't think he would consider. I don't think he would consider. Will Jacob Chickram be finally moved? Is anybody paying a three-pronged price? Tarasenko, Ryan O'Reilly, Dumba. You know, these are all the names that are out there. And then we have to figure out what, it, you know, if the price is this and it's too high, does the Doug Armstrongs of the world bring down the price just so they can make a move? And what's realistic? Now that Bull Horvat's been traded, he got three items back and re-signed. So there's a rental price, then there's the extension price. Is this setting the market, or is the Horvat a one-off as a former manager, Craig? Well, well, if you find a 27-year-old player that has six, seven years left on, and, and, and I mean, Bull turned 28 in uh, this year. But, you know, the price for a 27-year-old player is a lot different than a price for a 32-year-old Ryan O'Reilly, as it should be. And, you know, so, you, you know, you look at the parameters of a deal, what, what it means to sign, what it do, what, you know, if, if I keep the player. You know, Ryan O'Reilly's been hurt. You know, I can't think of a team that wouldn't be interested in Ryan O'Reilly just based on his pedigree, right, and coming in and helping your team. But I think the St. Louis Blues also have another player there that teams should be looking at real closely. That's Ivan Barbashev, who has who, who really adds a lot of different elements. And Steve, I keep going back. You want to talk about models, you want to talk about templates. Most of the teams that are contending have lots of skill. They need to get deeper and stronger and harder to play against. You know, the grind. Jody Shelley talked about, you know, the playoffs are about the grind. Do you have enough players that'll grind? Barkley Goodrow, Blake Coleman. Josh Manson, Archery Lekkonen, Andrew Cogliano. They're not sexy names, Steve. All really important players to the success of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Colorado Avalanche. It's not always about the sexy name because the Colorado Avalanche didn't need a sexy name. They needed strength in their deeper in their lineup. Tampa Bay Lightning didn't need a sexy name. They needed strength deeper in their lineup. That's what good teams need to do. That's what the Toronto Maple Leafs need to do, in my view. That's what they need to do. I think the the Carolina Hurricanes, they did it in the offseason. They said, we got to get bigger. They went and got Brent Burns and Max Pacioretty. Unfortunately, Pacioretty's out. I don't think it's changed the, calcula the, the calculation for – I still think they need some size up front. So I'm looking at teams that are really good, and I think that's what it's got to be. I don't think you can just look at the Ryan O'Reilly's and the Vladimir Tarasenko's and those guys. You better look at other areas. 
Because when Barkley Goudreau got traded for a first-round draft pick, who's Barkley Goudreau? Well, I think everybody knows who Barkley Goudreau is now. Well, that's the part of the department store that you're going into. If the Rangers are after Kane, they're going into jewelry. You talk about Toronto Maple Leafs, they're going to hardware, home hardware. What's the price for Ben Sherratt? Is he available? What's the price for Matt Dumba? What's the price for Tyler Bertuzzi? What's the price for Ivan Barbashev? That's a, that's a work boot, construction hat, you know, lumber jacket, you know, cigarette at the end of your mouth kind of guys that they don't have. Or they go back up against Tampa in a 2-3, and what would have to change for the result to change? Because they got outworked by Columbus. They got outworked by Montreal. They got out, and I mean work boots, not just skill. The skill factor was pretty good, you know. And it's not as if they gave up five and seven goals in the game sevens. They were low-scoring games. They got Nick Pauled, you know. They they got they you they got Cam Atkinson, and, and that, that's what happened. So that that's the intrigue here, you know. Like Carolina is so close. They're so close for teams that haven't won recently. Tampa, this thing about Tampa, Boston, we talked about it last week. What would what would automatically just make Bruins a what? A two to one favorite over Tampa in round two? I, I don't see it. You know, and I, I think Luke Shen's destined for, and I thought he had a very good game last night. I think Luke Shen's destined for the right side for Tampa. They're gonna add somebody like that. They've got those other Sorelli's back on the third or second line. They got Nick Paul. There's a lot there to like still, as there is in Boston. So those things are coming into play. And then in the West, I'm telling you, you just you just look at Colorado that's missing something. They blew it against the Penguins. They're not healthy yet. Like, how did they lose that game that they dominated for two and a half periods? They 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 blew it. The West is open, right? The is Jack Campbell for real now. I just think that you you have to be realistic about your team. And then when you look at the path, you look at the path and think, oh, it's raining. Do I have tires that can get me through the rain to win this F1 race? Oh, it's beautiful conditions. We're going to bump and grind this. What do I need to win the race? And the Oilers got to look and say, we just might need one and a half pieces back there. And we're as good as anybody. So I'm intrigued how they evaluate their teams because the West will be won differently than the East, Mr. Button. So, so I will tell you this, okay? <clears throat> when the winter season starts in the North, you put winter tires on your car. You know why? Because you're going to bet that you're going to have to run into snow and sleet and ice. Sports Interaction is Canada's sports book. Here's how it works. Log on to SIA.com forward slash cool button pod. There we are. Click. Deposit and play. Mr. Button, what is your play today? My play Saturday. Saturday. The Rangers are going to play the Carolina Hurricanes. It's a pretty big matchup, I think. You know, two Stanley Cup contending teams. Rangers are 2-0 and coming out of the break. And they go into Carolina. It's a test, right? But the Rangers play on Friday night. Then they got to travel down to a rested Carolina Hurricanes team. I am taking the Hurricanes at home. They are going to, these two teams, take the over with these two teams. And I have Sebastian Ajo getting one and one. One goal, one assist. I don't like the Rangers in that back-to-back. So there's my pick for Saturday. 
Carolina, and the Rangers. I'm taking that game too. Oh, I'm, I'm taking Carolina on the puck line. I'm taking the under. I think the Canes will swarm the Rangers. Feels like a 4-1 game with Marty Natchez. That's right. The big 88 doesn't need an overtime goal. So we both like the Canes. We're flipping on the over-under, and we both like two big-time forwards on that team. Before we say goodbye for this session, I used to be a big Harold Carmichael, Ron Jaworski, uh, you name it, Eagles fan. It was a long time ago. I am taking the Eagles in, as we say, du bowl du super. I'm going to take them against the spread. Eagles win the Super Bowl over the Chiefs, Craig. I'm taking the Chiefs. I'm taking Patrick Mahomes, and I'm taking Patrick Mahomes, three TDs. Three TDs, 2.5. I'm taking the over on TDs. Passes. Patrick Mahomes, Chiefs win again. Sports Interaction is Canada Sportsbook 19+. plus. Good luck this weekend. Please gamble responsibly. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, things cannot be going any better for Bo Horvat and the New York Islanders. And look at the schedule at press time. It's the Vancouver Canucks after losing to the Rangers the night before. They're taking on Bo Horvat and the Islanders. He's played well. He's scored I guess it's working right now with Matthew Barzell, although that wasn't my favorite matchup. The Islanders, we know the math. They had to go 20 and 10 or 22 and 8 in their last 30 to get to 96, 97 points. Not sure they're still going to get in, but the Bull Horvat situation is a feel good story. And I think we both would rather have Bull Horvat signed and sealed for eight years than the three pieces Vancouver got. They made their decision with JT Miller, and I think Bo Horvat, he's in a much happier place, Craig. Well, I, I don't think there's any question that he's in a much happier place. I mean, and, and he felt good about it because that's why he signed the eight-year contract. And, you know, understanding from a player's point of view, 
what I'm going into. You know, it, it, hey, listen, you're the captain of the Vancouver Canucks. That's the only franchise you know. But I think, you know, Bo, you know, back in the fall, got his head around moving out of Vancouver. I think he realized that, like, you know, what's going on here, the way I'm being treated, I'm, I'm moving on. I mean, he made that decision long ago. So once Lou Lamarillo started to approach it, discussions began on contract. Don't you want to feel wanted, Steve? Don't don't people want to feel wanted? And like Bo wasn't wanted in, in 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 Vancouver. Like imagine that you don't want your captain. I get there's contract, but understand this contract situation started in the fall when when they long before Bo was on a goal scoring high. You know the, the the contract offer was 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 unacceptable. Really was unacceptable uh, to Bo Horvat in his group. So you get your head around it. But for the New York Islanders, I, I, we've talked about this, Steve. It's not just what Bo Horvat brings in, in and of himself. It's also what he brings to help Barzell and Brock Nelson and Anders Lee. He takes pressure off of those guys. Now they got another player that can score, another guy that can do some heavy lifting. Because Bo was a heavy lifting. You talk about work boots. Like, Bo puts on his work boots. And you watch how he plays the game. That becomes significant. You know, it's, and, and so here's the Islanders. They won two two games, really tight scoring games, and they're good. Their defense is good. Their goaltender is good. Here's my interesting question for you, okay? We're going to get to Vancouver when I'm going to bring the juice in the next uh, – in, in a minute here. But Scott Mayfield, wouldn't he be a great addition to a blue line for a contending team? A team? I think he'd be. I think he'd be a great well, I'm not so sure that that contending team I'm talking about for playoffs isn't the New York Islanders. So think about how the Islanders now make a trade and now another player might come off the market <laughs> that would be very attractive to teams. Scott Mayfield, that big right shot defenseman that takes up space. So for the Islanders, I think they've, you know, I don't know if they've completely turned the corner, but it looks like they're moving into a very different direction, the direction who Lamarillo hoped he was moving into. Well, at least they've got a three-week window of where they're at realistically to make a decision with Scott Mayfield because next year they'll be up against it. The Varlamov $5 million is going to come off the cap. Is some of that money going to go to Mayfield or is it a fait accompli that they're going to have too many players to sign and still not enough cap space and maybe have to make a decision on Mayfield? And it's a race, Craig. Like Pittsburgh's winner over Colorado – unbelievably huge because they tied it late on a ricochet that went off, you know, bingo bonko. It was like a game of Plinko on the price is right. Then they won it in overtime. What a pass by Sid. The Capitals are vulnerable. The Islanders, the Sabres, there's a belief Florida will make a push. I think the Penguins are in the best spot to be wild card one. And now it's, it's show me wheezy. What do you got? So this is a nice little run for the Islanders. The Sabres are excited about getting back. Uh, Kachuk's been hot since Florida's return. I like all that stuff, but there's only one chair for those teams. And I think the Penguins' advantage is they played the fewest and they got the most points in a percentage basis with everyone they're competing with. I'd rather be in the Penguins' position than where the Capitals are. That doesn't mean the Capitals are going to miss. Now it's go time and show time. And I love there's a lot of teams in the mix. I'm having a tough time handicapping who is going to get in. Um the math for the Islanders was about 20 and 10. That's 667 hockey. They're not playing 667 hockey. I, I don't see that. They, they could barely play 524 hockey. 
over 52 games? How are they going to play 667 hockey over the final 30? The team that is in the best position at the end of the year, I mean, the team that's 5-1-1, one, and one, like 0-2-1, oh, and one, Craig, might cost you at the very, very end. You need to finish as strong as possible. And those teams, when you look at the schedule, strength of schedule, there's a lot of interdivision games. Pittsburgh's playing Washington as New Jersey is playing Islanders. You know, how these teams play it down the stretch, this is the poker game now. They're at the table. They're short-stacked. This is going to be great. Way better, Craig, than a year ago when we already knew who was in and who was already out. It's fascinating. Okay, so this is what here. So think about Lou Lamarillo jumping out in front, recognizing the math. So they've won their first two games coming out of the break. So now the math only goes to 18 and 10. If we, if we want to start with 20 and 10, Steve. And now they beat the Vancouver Canucks. Now, now the math goes to 17 and 10. That's the that's Lou Lamarillo getting out in front of it. That's Lou Lamarillo recognizing this is where I have to give my team a chance. Because you can't wait down the stretch. He gave his team a chance to start piling up these wins now. They beat the Vancouver Canucks. Now, now the math is 17 and 10. That's a lot different than 20 and 10, right? That's Lou Lamarillo management 101. And, you know, I will say this about the Pittsburgh Penguins. I have big concerns about them. They were dominated by the Colorado Avalanche. If it wasn't for Casey DeSmith, they would have lost. It would have been 7 nothing after the second period. Hey, Casey DeSmith is a big part. But the Pittsburgh Penguins? I don't like their speed deep in their lineup. I think they lack speed. I think they're, I think the Pittsburgh Penguins are vulnerable. I really do. And I'm not saying they can't make it, but I think they're in the mix. I don't think they're free and clear. Now, here's the juice, baby. Here's the juice. Here we go. Here we go. The LA Kings have arguably bottom five goaltending in the league. Bottom five goaltending in the league. That's where they are at. Fact. I like their team. I like Todd McClellan. I like the way they play. I like the way they have a lot of but the goaltending needs to improve. So here's what I'd be doing if I was Rob Blake. Oh, hey, here's some news that Thatcher Demko might be available. Well, well, well. Well, Thatcher Demko signed long-term. I got a lot of prospects in my system. I got a number of defensemen in my system. I could help the Vancouver Canucks. That's where I would be if I was Rob Blake. I would be, Patrick, Rob Blake here. I got a lot of defensemen here that uh, might interest you. If you're interested in trading Thatcher Demko, what would you like? Tobias Bjornfoot? Okay. Jordan Spence? Okay. You want Alex Turcotte? Might be willing to trade him. Want a first-round draft pick? <laughs> he's got a He's got a wealth of prospects. And to me, if they're talking in Vancouver about major surgery and you get a chance at a number one goaltender signed long-term, Thatcher Demko, I'm Rob Blake. I am all over that. Because I think in a wild west, that pushes LA up near the top. Because without it, Craig, they're going to be pushed into a wild card spot the second the Oilers get in the top three and the Oilers are coming. So that pushes LA down into... The category with Minnesota, the category with whoever who you think is in a Calgary. bubble situation, Calgary. You know, if Colorado moves up as well, Dallas, Winnipeg, Colorado, Edmonton, Seattle, 
Vegas moves Minnesota down, Calgary down, where Nashville is. Now you're scrambling. And the Kings have been too good in theory to be scrambling. And I go back to Vancouver then. How does a team self-inflicted damage with Demko and Quinn Hughes and Brock Besser and JT Miller and Elias Patterson just sign McKayev, get Kuzmenko at a great price, have Bo Horvat. How is that team going backwards? That team was in a spot where it needed help to go forward. People live to have Demko for 15 years. They live to have Quinn Hughes for 15 years. Pedersen, Horvat, down the middle stability, Brock Besser, JT Miller. That core of just five, six players. You think they're going to all be replaced with major surgery? The Canucks have done themselves a disservice. They didn't need to go backwards, but they are. Major surgery. They took a beautiful woman in her early 40s, and they put her under the knife when she was already, already attractive. Yeah, maybe you could have do a minor tweak here and there. Vancouver's done major surgery and will be patching up, I think, for years to come. This thing, if I'm Aquilini, I'm saying, what has happened? What has happened? It's Groundhog Day all over again. And I don't see a scenario in the distant future that the Canucks are in contention. They still have to do the surgery, Craig. I don't I'm not sure I ever would have gone on to the hospital table and said, Doctor, cut me up. Patrick, this is Rob Blake. I'm very interested in helping your team up there in Vancouver. I have a lot of affinity for Vancouver. I'm a surfer. You know what? I'd love Tofino. A lot of surfing up there. You know, I love going there in the summer. But I'm really ready to help you. I got a lot of good players that can help you. So give me a call, Patrick. We can talk because I'm ready to help you. And that concludes 114. When you want to get ready to trade your player, you know where I'm at. Thank you and goodbye. 1-800-CRAIG-BUTTON, or in this case, 114. Enjoy the games. We'll talk to you next week for 115. Ladies and gentlemen, we are over and out. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.